We want this and that. We demand a share in that and most of that, some of this and f***ing all of that. So I jumped out of bed and all I had was my undies on and I walked out the front and... Good day, mate. <laughs> Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. Coffee. Coffee, right oh. enough. Well done, Willie. How are you, pal? I'm good. Good. But, uh, yeah, definitely needed a fix of coffee this morning. You've done well, sir. You've I, done I, well. I have, you know, a bit of a... <laughs> A bit of a headache there, Bill. Well, headache, I don't know if that's quite the word. Probably a nuclear explosion <laughs> is more accurate, you know. It's, uh, even, even my wife Catherine said to me this morning, she says, how do you feel? And she never says that, you know. <laughs> that means you must have looked really bad. I must have looked rough, yeah. It was, uh, it was my birthday uh, during the week. It you was, know. we should say, welcome to Doon Under, episode two. We should, we yeah. Should. But I like we'll to get, get right, right into it. Uh, right into it, you know. Thanks for the coffee, pal. No, well you're done. welcome. I just, all the way here, you know, in the car, I'm thinking, coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a real coffee snob. Really? You know, oh, oh, God. Well, you've done well, actually. It's a you good know, coffee. I, I searched high and low, you know, and, and, and I found the closest place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's still warm, so that's an achievement. I never drank coffee in my life until I came to Australia. The coffee's good here, though, isn't it? It is. I mean, it's a real coffee it's culture. Best. It's the best. It it's, is. Uh, you know, I've, and I've been all over the world. I'm a lucky guy, you know, and, and get to, to travel here. Like yourself, you've you've been here, there, well, and everywhere. When it comes to coffee, I've been unlucky enough to live in America. <laughs> Jesus, oh, yeah, that stuff yes. that they drink. Oh, my goodness. It's like liquid tar. Yes. You know, I do but Melbourne, the coffee, I think it's obviously it comes from the Italian, yes, you Greeks, know, Greek, yeah, uh, a bit of Turkish influence. Oh yeah, and they've just perfected it oh, to it's, it's uh, good. to the nth degree, you know. And for a wee guy from Glasgow, you know, a, a cup of tea was just about iron brew and a cup of tea. That's the only <laughs> beer and whiskey, of course. But they were pretty much my my only drinks, you know. And a cup of tea was like my mum. God rest her soul. She used to honestly make me the worst cup of tea. Ever. <laughs> I can't stand a whole lot of milk in my tea, and she just couldn't we get. Know. I could. She couldn't get just a dash of milk. A dash of milk was half a liter. <laughs> it was just. It was a shocker. But I came here, and, and you know, and I think you now just colleagues that I, I'd worked with, and you know, and the guys in the band, and all that sort of stuff. It was. Oh, let's go and have a coffee. And I'm like, coffee? Everybody loves their coffee. Oh, yeah, but, uh, it's you know. one hand with coffee. And then you get addicted. And then you get snobby about it yeah. and fussy, you know. <laughs> oh, I can't possibly drink coffee from a <laughs> service station. <laughs> it's only $2 a cup. It must be rubbish. Yeah. What is it now for coffee? It must be 6 bucks a for a coffee here. Well, yeah, I guess it depends where you go. But I do have my favourite wee spots. Yep. You know, we're not here to advertise anywhere. But, well, we uh, are. We're sponsored by whoever we mention, remember? Are we? Okay, yeah. right. So okay. if we mention you, send us loads of free <laughs> shit, okay? <laughs> I expect lots of free coffee from the corner store. The corner store, <laughs> yes, yes. But yeah, that, so that's what's got me here this morning. So big, big birthday celebrations. Well done, mate. Yeah, no, it was... It was and with a, the band? You all got together the, with the band last we night? We did. After, you know, the ISO thing, you're allowed a group of people now. We still we still observed the, uh, you know, the the social distancing <laughs> because we can all can't stand each other. <laughs> so we're all in different corners of the room. Which essentially means everybody's got their own bottle of whiskey. That's right, yeah. No, well, yeah. The, the boys are wine drinkers, you know. They're red wine drinkers and beer, but I'm, I'm a... I'm a a coffee snob and a whiskey snob. Yes, I definitely know that. You I know, know that. What's the flavour of the week this week? The flavour of the week this week? Well, actually, uh, the girls who dance with us, the, the Glen, uh, Glenbury Celtic dancers, they've yep. danced with the band for years, and, and they uh, they bought me a bottle of uh, Octomore 10.1. Now, that's it's reputedly the peatiest whiskey right. on the planet, you know, and it's like 60 proof. So I wasn't drinking that last night, you know. <laughs> Sixty proof. Sixty oh proof. Well, Fifty nine point eight is proof. Yeah, so it's cast strength. Yeah. You know, for people out there who don't know, whiskies can straight out the cask. They can be awfully strong. Yeah. You know, and uh, but basically uh, paint thinners <laughs> <laughs> with an, an incredible taste. <laughs> but you know the the island whiskies, you know, and the Isle of whiskies, they. 
they have a tradition of using peat, yeah, you know, to um, uh, flavor the whiskey. So the smoke from the peat, they burn it and put it through the. And uh, I don't know much about how they do it, but uh, you know, uh, <laughs> only need to I, know one thing about you know, whiskey. Uh, yeah. is, where's my glass? <laughs> where's my glass? <laughs> how much does it cost? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, well, you did well to get to get here this morning. Coffee's in hand. Coffee's in so, hand. So yeah, all the very best, pal. It was a big birthday. We'll not say how many. Um, there was a zero in it. There was a zero. Yeah. So yes. uh, and it wasn't at the start. Shut up. <laughs> No, no, it's been, been a, it's been a week. It's been a weird week, hasn't it? A funny week. Yeah, we yeah. said we're not going to cover off on COVID too much, but it, I'm pretty sure the world has gone officially mad. And, oh and, no! And it's all been cured all of a sudden by deleting an episode of Faulty Towers. Yeah, That's absolutely. It, so, yeah, so let's, so let's. I don't know if we're allowed to mention the war, but uh, no. certainly Basil Faulty isn't <laughs> Basil anymore. Basil Faulty is now. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, I mean you can't delete history, and and we shouldn't, you know. There are a lot of things that annoy people, you know, and but you can't get too politically correct about all this stuff. We have to remember. We're a bit we're late hist- for that now, judging we by this, this week and the. We week have before. to remember what history, uh, and some of these things are a horrible reminder of the horrible things we've done to each other in the past, and are still no and are still doing. Yep. You know, and we all believe, you know, strongly, Black Lives Matter. Everybody's life matters. But just at this point in time, we're focusing on a minority group that really need our help and they need a, you know, support from the rest of the community. For sure. You know, so we have to uh, help everybody. But sometimes we focus on one group and then we can move on to another group. And that's what we're doing at the moment. We can't get too stupid about it. Well, that's the thing. There seems to be an an extra sense of outrage about everything at the moment. And and that must, well, it's not must, but... Certainly, the the whole lockdown is contributing to that. It contributing, is. yeah. Depending on where you're from, I guess people are sitting at home. We we know a lot to not do, a lot and, to correct. You know, and are thinking about these things that they probably should be thinking about all the time, but don't. You know, and yep. uh, you know, it just uh, and there are a lot of world leaders who probably, in my opinion, <laughs> my humble opinion. <laughs> Shouldn't be where they are, no. you know. Uh, so we're being led by a bunch of uh, sheep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's the first button in. <laughs> or, or some leaders are being followed by a bunch of sheep. <laughs> yeah, which probably is more more important. But yeah, yeah well, that idiot's not helping anything. That's for sure. So. No, well, he's not a leader. Mm. That's that's the problem. Well, unfortunately, he is. But. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll see how long that. We'll see uh, how continues. long that lasts. Yeah, not, yeah. And not too long. But he's got his supporters, and uh, he does. As does yeah. you know, all political parties and groups and leaders. You know, they all have their um, they all have their followers, and some people follow things blindly. I, I I just don't understand that mentality. I've never been like that. You know, I don't really follow anything blindly, and I always like to get both sides of the story. Probably a bit like yourself, you no, know. It's, yeah, I guess coming from from Scotland and the the UK was very much red or blue, uh, and it's pretty much that here. Although uh, politics has kind of blended into one big mush, and it's survival yeah. of the most popular, isn't it? Yeah, and or, it, which or the who, most vicious? Who do? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, certainly in America. Yeah, yeah. yeah and the Americans are definitely one side or the other, isn't it? Oh, I, at the moment they just—it's such a divide. Yeah. Through the country, and it's it's sad to watch. It sad is sad to watch. It is. My concern is at what point does outrage turn into I'm going to go smash up the city and steal TVs? Yeah, you know, that's my yeah. question. You know, I mean, there's always criminals, and 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 no, they they take advantage of everything. You know, there's yeah. bad. You know, oh look, you know, the police are otherwise occupied, so let's just help ourselves. You know, and it's horrible and it's terrible, yeah. and they hijack people's um, protests. You know, and there's terrible people, you know, um, like on the far left and terrible people on the far right. And everybody, most people are in the middle trying to just get along with life. (laughs) Exactly. You know, and help each other and and be human. Yeah. You know, I don't think the media helps either. And certainly social media doesn't help. No, they don't. Um, But if we were all the same, it would be a terrible world. I don't know. 
If we were all like you, bringing coffee on uh, early mornings, then that would be fine. <laughs> Unless you're allergic to coffee. Oh, that's true. You know. yeah. <laughs> now, now, you're also very excited, I know, outside of your birthday, because AFL started this week, pal. AFL, Are you excited? Yeah. AFL, what is it? <laughs> uh, Almost Football League. <laughs> the Australian Football League is this back underway. Is back, yeah. No I'd... crowds, no no ball skills, no nothing. It was rubbish. <laughs> I've made my, I've made Australia my home for what uh, over thirty odd years now. I've never been to an AFL game in my life. I was everybody to... talk. Everybody talks about all my mates have. They've even picked a team for me because I couldn't pick one myself, you know. <laughs> so I'm officially a, a Richmond supporter, oh, no Tigers, way. you know. Well, I, I don't know much about it. No. <laughs> oh, they, they picked you a good team because they are the... the I, I was going to do a quiz for you and I thought, there's no point in me asking him a quiz because I know he doesn't know any of the answers whatsoever. But well, I was going to start... I could surprise you. you really? just, I was yeah. going to start with who are the reigning premiers. The reigning premiers. Uh, <laughs> Richmond? Richmond, correct. <laughs> <laughs> Your own and team. that was a guess. That was a guess. But, well, I am a big AFL fan, and my team St. killed them. We've been rubbish for years, but I did yeah. get I did get the glory years when I, when I first came to Australia because I was actually a fan of AFL when they started uh, broadcasting it in the late eighties in in the UK. There used to be a Saturday morning show on All right. Channel Four. Yeah. yeah, I didn't pick a team then, but since coming to Australia and St. Kilda was the first place that we lived, it automatically became St. Kilda. Yeah, yeah, I just, I, look, I've never, I honestly can say I've never watched a whole game even on TV, right. grand final, anything like that. Uh, I've saw smatterings, so I know roughly, and as someone who doesn't know much, I look at the game and I think, there's three teams playing, there's all these <laughs> other people running about like, and you think, who are they? <laughs> uh, there's some sort of runners or the something. Runners, yeah, yeah. They're, go, they're, they're running out to players and say, see him over there, go and give him a belt. <laughs> That's what right, they do. Okay. <laughs> I mean, unofficially. I've got a lot of respect for AFL players. They're super fit. Oh, it's, it's incredible. A, it's a game, you know, for uh, champions of men and women now, which is that. Now, that I do think is great. Well, a women's yes. game, I think, is. The it's AFLW, is it? Well, yeah. See, yeah. they were going to. It should have been called the Australian Women's Football League, but that's actually awful. So, right. Hence, that didn't happen. So okay. it's, it's AFLW. Right. Yeah. Well, good luck to that's them. That's been too. going a couple of years now, and uh, I, I think in a lot of sports, it's long overdue the recognition of, of women in sport. You know what I mean? It's it's always about who's the best tennis player, and it's a bloke you're normally talking. <laughs> who's the best football player? You know who's yeah. the and there are some amazing women athletes out there and they deserve no, the same sort of money and the same sort of prestige and and the same sort of resources thrown at them as, as everybody else gets. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's been, a, I, I would suggest, a big success around the world, but certainly here. Yeah. You know, for, we had the, the, the women's um, AFL last year, I think it was, the grand final, there was 53,000 people filled the stadium yeah. to watch it. Now, that is a great thing about Australia yeah. that ah, it is. They, any sport they get behind, yeah. you know, they're sport mad. <laughs> I mean, they are in Scotland too, I guess, you know, like, it's, but it's it's soccer or rugby, you know, or football or rugby as we call it, but, yeah. you know... It's always the first question you get asked when you bump into another Scottish. What yeah. team do you support? Yeah. And you're like, and all they're wanting to know is that Rangers, Rangers or Celtic. Celtic. I still, I got that this week. I still yeah. get that all the you time. Know, they say, what, "Dare I ask which one?" And then, and then basically what they're asking you: Are you a Catholic or, or a, a Protestant? Protestant? Yeah. You know, it's just <laughs> yeah. not that everybody's down that line. I mean, I. It, it, my family's a right mix of you no know, Catholic and Rangers supporters, you know. So, was, oh, I played a trick on my brother once. It was the cruelest thing I honestly have ever done in my life. Hello. So my young brother Hugh, he's the youngest of the four of us, you know, and he was a great football player as a kid, you know, and he was desperate to actually, you know, go on and actually have a career playing yep. uh, football. As it turned out, he ended up going into the military and being a super soldier. Wow. But he, uh, we were at home one night, you know, and, I, and I, I just said to him, oh, there's just, there's been a phone call, Hugh, you know. He says, what do you? I says, there was some sort of scout or something from uh, the Rangers <laughs> Football Club. And he's, he called and they, they want to have you for a trial. 
you know? And he's like, what? I see, so apparently there's a, there's, there's a minibus coming and they're going to pick you up, <laughs> you know? So I had him standing outside. Uh, that God's honest truth. I had him standing outside across from the house. I'm at the window watching this. Pissing down rain. Of course Absolutely, because it, it was summer <laughs> in Scotland. Pissing down rain. And there's my brother standing there getting soaked, waiting on this minibus coming to pick him up to take him for a trial. Oh, no. So my dad comes home from work, you know, and he's gone. Where's, where's Hugh? You know, asking after us, and I says, well, he's, he's over there. He says, what's he doing standing out there? I say, so I said to my dad, I got the biggest belt across the year. <laughs> well, but you did. The poor bugger stood there for over 40 minutes waiting on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> my dad opens the window, come back up here, son, he's lying. <laughs> well, so that was- Hugh, I apologise. It was the cruelest thing I think I ever did. To, to a member Every wee boy's dream Wasn't it It was He was heartbroken yeah, He literally was heartbroken When he <laughs> When he found out I was Pulling his leg Yeah You should yeah. have told him It was Celtic that was coming He wouldn't have bothered He wouldn't have bothered <laughs> No I don't want to start any. As I was saying Half my family Are Celtic supporters Half are Rangers supporters I was a Partick Thistle supporter Oh. You know, well, or as we supporters, I done it well. Right? That's nothing. Partick Thistle, no, they were officially yeah. called <laughs> <laughs> Dundee Dunagain. That's what oh, was it? Yeah. Were called it. And I officially ran the uh, the the supporters tandem. We had a push bike, you know, two seats, so we could all get to the game. <laughs> Meet in the telephone box. <laughs> Actually, I used to. As a kid growing up, you know you have a paper round? Or, I don't know yep, if you do anything like that. Yes, ah, no, yeah. no, I did a paper round for a few years. Right. Yeah, most people did. You, you were either on the milk run yeah, um, or a paper run, and some people used to go picking tatties and berries and things like that. Yeah, or magic mushrooms. Or oh, magic. <laughs> well, there wasn't, any, there wasn't any McDonald's and KFC and all that sort of stuff back no. then. So there wasn't any the jobs that like teenage kids can start on and no, that, you know that and was pretty so, much it yeah. so yeah but um well i had a part-time job on a, on a saturday afternoon which was selling the pies <laughs> at the football's fur hill which was partick thistle's ground yeah and i used to sell the pies you know you go around with a like a tray you know oh yeah in, uh, Scotch pies and Scotch Bovril. pies yeah. and Bovril, yeah. That was it. That was a day out of the football. It was. No McDonald's, KFC and yeah. beer. There was none of that. And it got me into the game for nothing. Yep. No, that was a huge... I've never been a huge sporting fan at all. Yeah. But back then, you know, I was... Uh, at least I had an interest in, you know, and Partick Thistle was my team. <laughs> and uh, I sold the pies on a Saturday so as I... I could get into the game for free and, you know, wander around. And until the day I got mugged for the pie, pie. money. <laughs> well, that so, used to be a regular thing with the paper money as well. Uh, was it? Fridays was collection day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, some uh, guy, uh, two guys came up to me, you know, with a knife. <laughs> <laughs> and they weren't wanting you to cut they a pie They wanted half, the money. No, uh, no. <laughs> but they took the pies as well. <laughs> So the police were looking for two fat bastards. <laughs> <laughs> with grease running down grease the Grease, yeah. <laughs> you easily reckon. I don't know, Scottish pies, they're oh, sensational. Oh, they are. I miss them. What, uh, yeah, what else do you miss? Uh, well, pies is a good one, isn't it? Mm. <clears throat> but um, the steak and gravy pies was, was mine, and I've never found one close to right. the Well, that must have been a Dundonian thing, because steak and gravy, that sounds like sheer luxury. <laughs> <laughs> we had arseholes and rissoles <laughs> and our pies. <laughs> but they were the perfect Scottish pie. Perfect. I don't know if you know it. It's, it's like a, uh, a really, uh, I don't know what, what the term for it is, but it's a stiff kind of short crust pastry, you know, or, uh, or water pastry. Yeah. Uh, and the pastry comes up. On the sides, much higher than the actual top of the pie. That's right. So she can fill it with beans. Okay. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and you know, it's, it's true. It's, it's, it's Scotch pies just and, and rolls as well. Oh, I, the rolls! I definitely miss them. And they used to burn the rolls. I'd, you know, they were black. And they'd flour them. And uh, you'd bite into them, and it'd be poof. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be covered in you'd white look flour. For the blackest roll. I mean, everything that's bad for you is 
Scottish tradition. Yeah, well, <laughs> when we were saying in we the last episode about uh, the heart attack capital of the world, yeah. Exactly, you know. No, I do. I miss and, and bacon rolls because Aye. I'm sure you can get a bacon roll here, but it's nothing like back home. And by default, it's bacon and egg or egg and bacon. Yeah. Whereas in Scotland, the default is bacon roll. Yeah. That's it. And it's more bacon than roll, yes. you know, <laughs> if you find the right place to go to. Yeah. Uh, we've, we've got a sniffer coming around well, here. Yeah, we do. The cats, the cats yeah. are here as usual. <laughs> well, don't let them bite you like you did That's last week. That's another football them. team in it, the cats. See, I do know stuff. Ah, there you go. Yeah, so they're from the Northern Territory, I think, the cats. <laughs> No, okay. <laughs> no, no. They, they 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 won this weekend actually. Oh, did they? They did. Yeah, Geelong are going well. The so Geelong Cats. Are they playing? Are they, do they have supporters in the stadium? No, they've got cardboard cutouts. Right. And uh, and if you were a rugby team, one of the cardboard cutouts was actually Hitler, and nobody noticed. Funny enough. Oh my they, god. No, they really did. Oh, that. I always get in somewhere in so, the yeah. conversation. You know? Yeah, they they had. Uh, Oh, who else was in there? Oh, there was Hitler and somebody else. Oh, that's it's right. Hilarious. I think my son was talking to me about that, and and you could you could pay money to. That's, have so that's a what it was. The supporters you'd pay whatever it was um, to this company. They'd print a cardboard cutout and they'd put it on the seats. Right, and that, yeah, so it could be you. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah generally, yeah, it was a picture of yourself. But of course, some real smart person thought oh, oh, yeah. it would have been upload image and done yeah. automatically, right? Yeah. But the guy who was probably some snotty nosed. Uh, you know, university kid with his part-time job of uh, putting out, uh, <laughs> and he never noticed Hitler was one of them. Right, <laughs> and, okay. And you see it on the TV, and I think the TV camera <laughs> swept across and then swept back and went, hang on a second. What's he doing here? There's <laughs> Hitler in there. Because my son said he saw a budgie, <laughs> like somebody had taken a photo of the budgie they got. Possibly, <laughs> yeah. And it was there watching the footy. Yeah. You know. That's so. a great idea. Right? It is. And funny as well, but yeah, of course people lose their shit. Oh, uh, how could this happen? Oh. Exactly. It was just funny. It's funny, yeah. And we can't, again, we can't be too serious about no. a lot of this stuff. No, we do need to like We do up have a to bit. be serious about some of it. Well, some when, of it. When people's lives are involved. By default, we are serious about stuff. We are. You know. You know. So it's, uh, yeah, well, look, hopefully things kind of settle down for the better. Mm. Mm. I hope so. You know, because it just, it just seems to be relentless at the moment. Yeah. And, you know, if you're going to start cancelling TV shows and. Yeah. Where does it end? Where does it end? No, no. But again, I mean, we were saying about Australia and sport. They're just even during the COVID, you know, sometimes on the new, they were talking more about uh, there's no football, there's no rugby, there's no that, and I'm like, <laughs> there's the a virus killing are, millions of people, people, and they're worried about when's the football coming. But <laughs> to their credit, a lot of the football players and managers and and chairmans of the team were coming on, or the teams were coming on, and saying, look, there's far more important things than... But to some people, that's that's your life. Yeah. Music's my life. Exactly. You know, uh, now it's the podcast. Now it is. <laughs> Do <Doing> under. <laughs> and coffee. <laughs> and, there you go. You know? Yeah. But... Now, nah, uh, look, it's, it's good to have some sense of normality, and it's 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 been staged. Um, you know, we had a couple of people around here. You were obviously had a bit of a get-together. Uh, this weekend, yes. yesterday, and that's you know, that's, that is a, a bit of normality just creeping back in without going crazy. Yeah, you know, I'd be interested to know how the the restaurants are are going because they're back open. They yeah. are, you know. Look, and I've got a couple of friends who who own restaurants and cafes, you know, and I've been closely monitoring, you know, and yep. kind of chatting to them and and. Uh, well, if they're still open, then they've done well. As they've in, done they've well, you know. to keep the business. Um, absolutely. And I think, you know, like, uh, whether you support the government that are in power or, at the moment or not, I think all the state governments and the federal government here, you know, have... Uh, I think we're over-governed, to be perfectly <laughs> honest. But anyway, it's another podcast. Yeah. Uh, I think they've all done a pretty good job. I, think, you know, I totally you agree, know. yep. 100%. Uh, very, very... Uh, yeah, as have tough. the people, uh, yep. the, the population. Mostly, you know, they yep. mostly have all stuck to the rules. You get the odd, you know, loser who just can't keep themselves in the house, or you know, yeah. And often that's just you know mental issues. I suppose. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> you know, look, it's been crazy times, and you know, people once again, people generally do the right thing. 
They do. You know, so we're, we're down to our single uh, digit numbers after a little bit of a breakout here. A breakout here was, I think, 100 people from a, a meat processing plant. Yeah. That was our yeah. numbers over the last, whatever it was, four or five weeks. But uh, yeah, we had none. I think there was a day this week there wasn't any in the whole of Australia. So it gets mapped Fantastic. out by state. We're getting, we got two and a zero and a four. That's in Victoria. You know, and we're cousins over in New Zealand. They've, mm. they've eradicated it, it gone. as much as gone. So they're back to back to normal. Yep. Giving it a go anyway. I mean, I'm sure they're still keeping a, a finger on the pulse to make sure. Oh, I think you have to. You know. Every, everybody seems to be fairly certain there's going to be a, a yeah. second wave. Not Not here, you wouldn't think. Yeah. Um, I think the the international travel kind of takes care of that or lack of. Yeah. Um, but there's still people arriving here, and that's a part of our numbers as well. I think ninety percent of new cases are are people coming back from overseas. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's good. But yeah, look, normality. That's uh, that's what we like, and part of that is football. And hopefully, the next one is going to be music. Yes. You know, like. Uh, well, you, well, you guys was the band that you were with last night so it was yeah no what a, what a night we had it was great to actually just see you know humans other than you're just your close uh family or the people yep. you've been in isolation with you know and we're all looking at sh- should we hug you know <laughs> it's like awkward awkward oh, you know no. so I, I just i just wore a, a full a full body condom best of suit in a welder's helmet <laughs> <laughs> everybody had to bathe in alcohol. Yeah. You know, my alcohol of choice, of course, was single malt whiskey. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I was bathing from the inside out. <laughs> so I, by the end of the night, I was probably beading, you know, sweat, sweating beads of, you know, 25-year-old Glenn Farkless. <laughs> Glenn Farkless, if you're listening, I do like the 25-year-old. <laughs> yeah, none of that cheap 20-year-old stuff. No, exactly. Actually, it was funny... Uh, one of the guy, Dash, uh, the bass player in the band, you know, he's, yep. he's he's the newest member of the band. Actually, you know, he's only he's been a but almost a year now, which yeah. surprisingly, it just creeps up on you, you know, a year. Poor guy thought he'd be out by now, but um, <laughs> and he said to me, he says, I don't know what he, and he's not a drinker, right? right? He's a coffee man, oh. coffee. So he said, uh, I know you like whiskey, Willie, and I thought. What can I... I'm going to give the secret away here. It was my 60th birthday. There you go. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I got it right. So he says, so I thought I'll look up, uh, uh, you know, a nice bottle of 60-year-old whiskey uh, and get you one. And he says, the cheapest one he could find was $25,000. I was going to say it, 60-year-old whiskey. whiskey. (laughs) And I'm like... So while he's talking to me, my eyes are glaring. He's bought me one. He's bought me one. I'm mean, drinking Scottish gold. <laughs> Alas, you should have, you should have said to him, just get me sixty cheap bottles. Yeah, well, yeah, no, going. I can't drink no. cheap whiskey. Absolutely, I know you no. don't. No, yes. no, no. But um, yeah. So anyway, so was there music talk? Was there? Uh, there was talk. Talk of you no know, getting getting back together. Putting the we're putting the band, band back, back together. together. Well yeah, done. Yeah. So. Uh, but, you know, and reminiscing about a lot of old, you know, stories, yeah, things that we've done in the past, you know, you know, things we're embarrassed about, you know. <laughs> I remember once we, you know how the Beatles, they, I like to compare myself with the Beatles. Yeah, of you know? course, yeah, <laughs> Lennon, McCartney and Hutton. <laughs> <laughs> you know how they did, they did the famous, uh, was it Let It Be, they did the famous uh, concert on the rooftop. Yes. And... Uh, I came up with this idea. Claymore should do a, a rooftop concert. You know, we'll st- we'll stop the traffic. <laughs> you know, we'll we'll have uh, all these people watching. All of a sudden, what's that? You know, and we'll have this massive crowd. You know, and they'll all spill out across the road. So, so anyway, we picked uh, for our for our rooftop concert. We picked a butcher shop in Dandenong. For <laughs> <laughs> those of you who don't know. <laughs> They make great Scottish pies. Actually. Rob's Butchers. Rob the British Butcher, yeah. Yep. So I hope you're listening, Rob. Uh, yep. Square sauce. Free pies. Free yep. pies. That's it. Scotch eggs. Scotch. <laughs> <laughs> Makes great sausages too. Anyway, so uh, we decided, I had a chat with him, you know. Back then I used to actually do a wee uh, TV show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. On chat. It was like public TV, you know. Uh, 
Channel 31. Yeah, for folk's sake, I called it. You know. <laughs> well, that's another episode of this. <laughs> but, yeah. And uh, so I was in his show, actually, as, as a feature, uh, as part of one of the programmes, we went to his butcher shop and filmed him, you know, making Scottish pies and square sausage and yeah. stuff like that. Stuff that Scots who come to Australia just are desperate for them, you know. <laughs> I don't know why they're all this crappy. The best steaks and seafood you can get on the planet. Yep. You know, and we all want stinky Scottish <laughs> pies. There's my Scotch pie. <laughs> yeah. I see, you always go chase after what you, ah, you, you do. Away, don't that's, you? that's reminiscent, isn't it? Of, you know. Oh, yeah, hang on, we've got a screamer. We've got a screamer. Yes. <laughs> but uh, so anyway, we decided, oh, we're going to have a concert on a rooftop. And he says, oh, why don't you do it here, you know? <laughs> I say, okay. And Dandenong, uh, that, Dandenong. That famous hub of uh, yeah, music genius. Yeah, cultural hub. <laughs> <How does it? laughs> yeah. For people listening who don't know, Dandenong's, a, you know, it's a, a very, I guess, a working class kind of, I don't know. It's very multicultural. Multicultural, it is. Dandenong, yeah. yeah. Dandenong. Um, yeah, that's one of the, one of the bigger. Probably a, a poorer part of the of the city. Maybe would probably you would be call it. That. Yeah, there's you know. many poor parts these days. No, there's not, yeah. and nothing's cheap anywhere. No. But so we decide to do it there, and uh, Rob says, you know, we've got the awning, the big awning above the the here in Australia. You know, that's another thing. All these awnings in front, yep. over the top of the shops. It's great, you know. And so if it's raining, you can. Still go to the shops and no get soaked. <laughs> I think they're there to stop everything in the front window from melting when the sun's out. Well, oh, I never <laughs> thought of that. Yeah. It does get warm here, doesn't it? Just a bit. <laughs> Not at the moment. It's bloody freezing. <laughs> <No>, it's freezing. <laughs> <laughs> so he says, oh, we could set you up on the awning, you know, it's really solid and, you know, take the way. I says, well, how, you know, like, this is impractical. How are we going to get up there, you know? And he says, there's a back staircase, you know, at that shop there and, and there's a, Big double French windows. It was a very a fancy old building, you know. And oh, yeah. the bottom yeah. story was the butcher shop. Upstairs was empty. So you go up there. We open the French windows, and you can step straight out onto the the awning. The awning. Set up your gear. Have a play, you know. <laughs> so we organised the date for the concert. We invited the, the local mayor. Came the mayor of Dandenong. Came, oh, you know, wow. the couple of local politicians, you know. The newspaper, the leader, the yes. newspaper came, and uh, we thought this is this is going to be it. And a bit, you know, one of my brilliant <laughs> Claymore stops Claymore the traffic. Stops the traffic. <laughs> so first first issue we get, we get up to the French door, up the back staircase, yep. which basically was a uh, the back staircase was basically um, a rickety old wooden thing that <laughs> I don't think could hold my weight. Never mind <laughs> the weight of any of the gear. So we. Tentatively go up there, we get through the back of the building, get to the big French door. We should have researched, research. Oh, research. research is no fun, though. No. So we get to the back <laughs> Discover, of the... Discover, that's what I say. That's it. <laughs> well, we discovered the French doors were bolted shut by giant 12-inch bolts... Excellent. ...and steel plates <laughs> that had been rusted on for centuries, you know. So we couldn't get them open no. to... All these people are turning up in a couple of hours. What are we going to do? We went to the local hardware store and bought a 15-foot ladder. Oh, my God. <laughs> Put that on the front of the awning, and we carried all the gear, the drum kit, bass amps, no. PA system, up a ladder. How <laughs> was the health and safety officer? Was he, was he comfortable? Uh, <laughs> health and safety. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm doing... Conv so we're PA guys, uh, John Boshua was running our front of house PA at the time and yeah. he actually was ACDC's engineer for about 15, 20 years. There you go. Very pedigree, yeah. you know, and it almost killed him. But anyway, that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> so he uh, said, oh, we can get it up the ladder. So there we are, trying passing one man up the top, you know, another man halfway up the ladder, another man. <sighs> and we're passing this stuff up. And then we decided it's... Too dangerous. We'll put the band up on the awning and we'll put the PA, the sound system, down on the street. Right. You know? <coughs> Sorry, a frog in my throat. <laughs> so eventually we get it done. The PA is down the street and he must have brought two trucks worth of PA. Well, we're going to blow people's heads off. It's not like you guys. No, it's not like <laughs> us. You know, we're up on. I mean, I'm 
constantly trying to convince the guys in the this is a great idea. Yeah. You know, the newspapers are coming. Uh, so anyway, we get started, you know, we get it all sound checked and we're ready to go. A few people walking past looking going, what the hell's going on here? And uh, there goes, uh, the mayor turns up, you know, s- stays for about 20 seconds, <laughs> takes one look and goes, I'm nah, getting out of here for somebody falls off that bloody first, ladder. Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, the local newspaper comes, the photographer's there and he's looking at his, doesn't take a single photo. <laughs> just decides this is stupid <laughs> you know we're playing our hearts out up there you know and I'm thinking hey minute now everybody's going to stop people just keep driving past I don't think two people in the hall <laughs> and the guys are looking at me going this is stupid let's get it finished yeah, <laughs> oh no <laughs> but we did yes get some free Scottish pies oh well so, done there, it was so always it well worthwhile. It was, yeah. yeah. There you go. The yeah. day Claymore didn't stop the traffic in Dandenong. In Dandenong. Yeah, excellent. You know, right. so. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> ah, very good. Yeah, so there must have been a few stories uh, around that, but have we got any sight of when things are going to start? I guess, are you going to be playing? Have you, have you had any mention at the moment, or is it still... Look, I think Stand it's off. all a wee bit still up in the air, but I have been approached by a few venues just yep. this week, you know, tentatively sending emails out to people saying, you know, we can get 50 to 70 people in the venue now because of the, you know, the four square metre rule and, yep. you know, is that enough to warrant putting on a show? And we're going, you know... If two people turn up, we're happy to come and exactly. play. Exactly. Because we're yeah. desperate, you know. Exactly. See. Let me tell you about the time we played in Dandin on the yeah. roof. <laughs> on the rooftop. And two yeah. people. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. That, that's, and this started about the getting back to, to normal, whatever the new normal is. Mm. Um, I think that's important. But I, I just I find it hard to see, you know, where uh, the, the bigger crowds and... Actually, they're talking about... 10,000 people getting into stadiums from a couple of weeks' time. Well, yeah, but does that make it worthwhile? You know, a stadium that can hold 60 or 70,000 people for a concert. I mean, I, I don't know what the promoters are paying to rent these venues. Are the, are the venues desperate to mm. rent them out that they're going to cut the costs that much? Because you've still... I guess you would still have to have the same amount of security, the same amount of Absolutely. facilities, people, you know. and Yep. So it, it's that fine line between, you know, is there enough money in it for everybody? Not that it's all about the money, but especially... For a lot of people it is. For a lot of people it <laughs> is, you know, it's their livelihood. Yeah. Uh, but when do we get to that point where, yes, it's worth it? No, it's, it's pointless at the moment. And... Uh, I'm just hoping it comes sooner rather than rather than later. Yeah, you know, it's a it's a tough one. It is because we're in we're halfway through the year now, and um, that seems to have happened really quickly. But <clears throat> excuse me, same frog. Yeah, um, he jumped. It's actually <laughs> it's with frogs. <laughs> it's actually only been three months, so exactly three months. Or, uh, or my I count March the thirteenth was the big day here in Australia yeah. when everything started sort of getting serious. Uh, so it, it has only been three months. You know, but it just seems like for... And it, it does I've, now, doesn't it? it like, seems. even last night, you know, chatting to the boys and, and Rob, you know, our, our engineer, he said... Because a, a lot of the guys said, oh, the year's been a right, we can just write the year off. And he said, no, we can't. He says, it's still been a year, it's just been different. Yeah. You know, and we're doing different things. And for a lot of families, they are actually, you know, getting together and talking to each other for a change and sitting around the table and having a meal and all this stuff yeah, we've either stopped doing or take for granted and, you know, for a lot of poor people, I guess, you know, like, I think who are lonely. Yeah, reconnecting's been been a good one, I guess, the, mm. you know, whether it's over Skype and or, like you say, in the house itself because exactly. generally it's iPads at dawn and uh, everybody's away doing and their the, own thing. And away we go, yeah. Yeah. I said, and what about yourself? You've, have you, what do you, do you think the years are right off, or do you? Do you know, I'm normally a, a glass half full person, right? But in this instance, and this is probably my own 
thoughts about getting back amongst crowds, which I'm not too keen to rush back into. I'm not, uh, you know, I, the is thought... fear of getting the uh, virus? Or? Well, there is that, yeah. Mm. Um, well, 100% that, yeah. yeah, for sure. You know, is it is it really there? How dangerous is it? Do we really want to expose ourselves um, to that? And it, I was talking to somebody yesterday about this. If we will go to a restaurant right now, just opened up that allowed 10 or 20 people how comfortable an evening is it going to be right you, mm. you you sit at your table you've you've got three meters space to someone else your 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 waitress waiter whatever comes up they've got the mask on they've got um you know their gloves on and mm. and you've got to sit there and it just doesn't seem like a relaxing evening to me yeah so my, my question is you know how many people will really go back this year yeah you know are we waiting for a vaccine and then everybody will just run out and go crazy um yeah are we you know what's what is the signal and I, outside of being back to complete normal apart from the fact that everybody's washing their hands all the time i don't know i i, I would suggest this year as a write-off for a lot of activities mm. which i kind of regret saying because i'd like to be able to say let's all oh, jump back in yeah but that's not the, not the case. And, you know, even longer term, there'll be things that people have stopped doing and, and they may never go back to doing. Yeah. You know like what I mean? Jobs. Like jobs. Well, <laughs> well, I think that... A lot of them, yeah. Yeah, well, the, the worst case is when... It's all fine and well. The government's, um, you know, got the stimulus that's paying people's wages and keeping businesses going. Mm. But if that were to stop, and let's say that the restaurants and pubs and bars reopen but they're only getting half as much revenue does the business survive on that yeah no most of them can't so the the, the worst maybe the worst economic um you know uh, effect hasn't happened yet no i think we'll see that uh, like later this year early next year it really will be a, a cumulative sort of effect yeah. moving forward I, I hope it's not as bad as a lot of the doom and gloom people are saying. I know, I don't mean to be doom and gloom. But you know, uh, no. <laughs> Look, I mean... It's the, a worry. It's a worry and the truth has to out, you know. The truth will out. Yes. You know, I guess. But it's... Uh, I, I've always been a, you know, a glass full sort of person, you know. <laughs> like, come on, let's get on with it, you know. Sort of... Uh, optimistic, you know, rather than, than pessimistic. Yes. So, I guess I'm just hoping that it all just bounces back really quickly, and you know we we can get over the virus. You know, some some viruses just disappear. They do, you know, they, and they're never seen or heard of again because they change, they evolve. You know, yeah, you know, and uh, so. Miracle, I get of all miracles. Hopefully, something like that happens. I know, I know, it's a pipe dream, and but uh, I, I I was on Facebook the other day, you know, and I posted up some old photos. Well, not that old. Last year, you know, of the band on tour and stuff like that. You yeah. know, and massive big concerts and spectacular light shows. And I says, "Come on, COVID, for <laughs> God's sake, just bugger off and let us get back to." To our lives again. Yeah, I don't think like from like I said, music is probably the most decimated. Well, the arts, live entertainment is probably the most decimated. Um, yeah, you know, and and for a lot of countries and governments, it, it neglected as well. They just don't seem to care about it. Actually, I read something the other day that uh, apparently some venues have been asking. Musicians to come and busk for free. Yeah, that's back to that. Straight, I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, there was a guy. A, a guy this week got into serious trouble. I think it was a South Australian hotel chain or something. And saying he sent a, a bulk letter out to all their, you know, their their regular musicians that play. You know, you know, we're, we're, we've now we can now get a few people in the venue. It'd be lovely if you could. Uh, you know, my soloists and my duos, if they could come along and, you know, play for play for an hour and, you know, there's a there's a meal voucher and a few drinks in it for you. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine, like, you know, 
He's phoning up the plumber or the electrician. Yeah. Oh, you know, my my sink's blocked. Can you come out and, and block the, it? I'll make you a coffee. You know, there's a cup of tea and you know a bacon sandwich in it for you. <laughs> what would they say to you? Yeah, you know, oh, it's true. That's the uh, yeah. See, this, you know, and most musicians, you know, they 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 put you know twenty thousand dollars worth of high tech equipment in the boot of a you know a four hundred dollar car, <laughs> you know. Drive for six hours, set up for two hours, sound check, you know. Yep. Get in and play for two or three hours, you know. Pack it all up for a hundred dollars, you know. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And then people are asking if you'll come and do it for nothing. You know what they can do? Stick yeah. it up their ass. <laughs> <That's it>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that's that's going to be the. Uh, it's been happening for years in the music scene, isn't it? You know, just less and less people getting less and less money. Um, and the sad thing about it is artistic people, you know, all you want to do is is perform and, and do your art, whatever it is, you know, whether it's theatre, whether it's painting, whether it's fashion, whether it's music, you yeah. know. You just want to do it and get it out there and for people to see it and share it and... But it doesn't mean you don't want to make a living, you know. Well, you don't want it to cost you too much. And you don't want people looking at you going, oh, he's just a, he's just a muser or he's just an artist, you know what I mean? A lot of people get so much out of it. Yeah, it? absolutely. You know, and we, we put our hearts on our sleeves and, and get out there and, and, and do the best we can. Who are the first people that, you know, there's a disaster happens, who are the first people who always step up to start raising money? Oh, that's it, the musicians. Musicians, yep, yep, uh, you yep. know, and so artists. Bob Geldof. Yeah, and all of that. On. You yep. know, they're always the first people. Even the government would call on, you know, and say, oh, we need to put together a concert. But then when, you know, when this happens, oh, you know, no, you can't get the job keeper money because you don't really do a real job, yeah. you know, and you don't, you can't show loss of income because, you know, you work from a wee diary, you know, and you write down your dates and your, you know, but most yep. musicians out there are, are, they're all doing the right thing. They're, they've all got their ABN numbers. They're all paying yep. tax. They're all, you know, it's not like it was before, you know, where it was, you know, the publican would give you a yeah. hundred bucks at the end of the night and say, thank you. And it was a nice wee part-time earner. Yeah. I just wonder how many will actually, you know, then come back. You know, I, I would suggest that probably of the, the musicians who were doing it professionally or full time, mm. um, you know, and, and probably living one gig to the next, you know, and either exactly. bed or eat or maybe both occasionally. Yes. Yeah. Um, you'd have to think that at least half of them will never really come come back. Yeah. You know, because you, know. you can't survive for six months. Like you say, they got caught in, a lot of them are caught in this non-payment. Yeah. You know, like you said, you've, well... What's your what? What is your income? Prove your income. Yeah, you know. But um, and there is that fine line too with young musicians and young artists and everything. Just starting off. How do you get a gig? You know. How do you get started? You know. It's really difficult. You know. You, you if you're sight unseen and nobody knows who you are. You know. Yeah. So. A lot of them will, and they get taken advantage of because, you know, oh, let's, we have a Blackboard concert on a Thursday, you know, and just put your name down and you get raisin toast and a cup of coffee and you get to get up and sing three songs. There is a place for that, don't get me wrong, and you do need to build your experience and you need to, you know, learn your craft, yep. but you shouldn't be taken advantage of. No, no. You know. No, and that's, I think that's, like I said, it's been going on for years. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I don't know. I don't think there's an easy answer to that one. You know, some people do just want to play and are happy for the yeah, exposure. I guess. Um, you know, and then some will argue that, well, you're you're cheapening the craft and yeah, uh, that's it's been around forever. It's a fine that line. argument. So, yeah, look, hopefully everyone can uh, kind of do the right thing and not... Yeah, easier said than done. You know, if the venues are only getting half as many people, they're making half as much money, if they're making money at all, mm. how do they then pay full rates to musicians, yeah. to whatever, you know? And it isn't only, I mean, there are a lot of music venues who are 100% behind the musicians and the craft and yep. the promoting, and they do everything they can for their artists. 
you know, so it's not just a one-way street no, where people taking no, no. advantage. There are other, you know, venues and, and, and music promoters, and it's to them, that's their thing, you know, getting people's art and music out there. So. Yeah, especially here in Melbourne, you know. Oh, great the, music scene, yeah. That's oh, fantastic. You know. Yeah, Let's say it just, uh, I guess it needs the people to support, you know, because if there's no people, it's not going to work. That's it. it. You know, so here's here's me being all glass half full. There's not going anywhere this year. I'm not serving the, the and here's community saying, very well. Damn it, we're going to get out there. We'll get get and, out there. And we're going to, uh, you know, get past us as quick as we can. Yeah. You know, and... Well, let's find a happy medium between us then. Somewhere between, let's let's go everywhere, but let's do it carefully. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, well, the sport's back. You must be happy. I'm very happy. Yeah. I, I am happy, although the... the the skills were lacking, but that was always going to be the case. Mm. Um, like I said, the AFL is a, it's a very unique game. Mm. And it's, yeah, the, the game, first game was on Thursday night. And, and they did right. well with the, the crowd noise. So they, they put the crowd noise over the television oh, broadcast. Yeah, I, did, right. I didn't go to the game. Right. Um, but and it worked really well. Nobody well. went to the game. Well, of course, yeah. <laughs> I didn't go to the game. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, there was there was some of the important people, the beautiful people, were there. Right, but, okay. but yeah, not supporters, obviously. No. Um, so it was actually really good, and they changed the the TV angles, so the camera angles, to be more focused on the pitch as opposed to showing half the stands, oh, right. yeah, which were obviously empty. Because you don't empty. want to look at empty stadiums, you yeah. know what I mean, I think. No so, so that was a massive success. Right. You know, like the game ended up being pretty boring. Um, ended up a draw, actually, first, which well, you never get draws. You might yeah. get one draw every, maybe once a year. Um, so first game back, a draw, low-scoring game. But the production was brilliant. Right. And that's the most important thing. I think. Yeah. How do you think it feels for the athletes, the players actually playing the game to to nobody as well? Do you think it'd be difficult to be motivated to play your best and it has to have an effect. Uh, I mean it's such a quick game for those that don't you know, look YouTube uh, an AFL, a classic AFL and you'll see the way that the ball moves around and the speed that it moves in it. Mm. And the game doesn't really have stoppages per se as much as any other sport. So it's always go, 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 go. Yeah, it's not like American football. Yeah, they, no, well, no, every no, two minutes, well, they stop, stop for a commercial. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but certainly the not having the, the real crowd there, because it's a game that's played on emotion, you know, and the players do, uh, you know, when the big cheer goes up and it gives them that extra yard of pace and they tackle that little bit harder, that's mm. for sure. It is an emotional game, right? Uh, and and certainly, you know, it's one of the few sports. Oh, it's probably not one of the few, but the team can be top of the league, uh, top of the ladder, as yeah. they call it here, and and they can be beaten by a team at the bottom. I mean, I'm not saying it happens a lot, but when it happens, it's it's generally a team will get on a run, right? And it just lifts and lifts, and, and the the crowd gets behind them, yeah. And you know, you can't stop it. You know, it's like a freight train. Yeah. You know, it's a, yeah, just a momentum. You know, so it has to have an effect not having the crowd. And look, we'll see as it as it progresses. So. You know, these games are like, although they're not full contact, the the players are. You know, they do touch each other. Oh, it's full contact. It's full contact. Right. It has to be. Yeah. 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 No. No. Every everything is. Uh, and I mean, they're all, all they're all living in little hubs as they call them at the moment. So okay, each so each that's... team is in a hub. Um, they're in. Lockdown. I think there's there's one hub around here. I think it's down in Mornington Peninsula, and and they're on a resort basically. And right. The, and okay. The plan is I think there's four teams go up to Queensland next week, so those four teams will play each other right. over whatever it is two weeks, uh, and then there'll be a hub here and a hub out in WA perhaps, and then they'll swap. Yeah, so, so they have put a lot of thought into oh, this. As how can we place as safe as we can? Oh, absolutely. I look down to the to obviously the the referees, the umpires, as they call them. Right. Okay. You know, even the bu the bus driver who's taking them to the ground. You know, it's they're all in these little bubbles. Right. Of you know, just not getting trying not to get. Um, it the must virus. be hard. You know, you can't see your family and all. Well, that. that's yeah. That's uh, that's uh, that's going to be the tough one. Yeah. You know, and and look, most of them are. 
are younger guys, but there, there's certainly quite a few of them that would have young kids. Yeah. Um, you know, but it's, it's, but it's, it's life, you, isn't it? Well, you what's, know. The, what's the sacrifice, you know? Yeah. They'd probably be doing that mostly. Anyway, especially the, the interstate teams who do travel a lot, you know, the teams uh. that come from WA and, and South Australia, they're in Melbourne every second week. You know, so they're constantly yeah. on the road. Yeah, but they normally jump on an aeroplane and, and they're here and... Yeah, yeah. You know. Oh, then, then we'd, they would get home. They're here in four days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big place. So it'll be interesting. I, I don't know what the... Uh, what happens if somebody tests positive? Because essentially, that takes two teams out of it, right? So the, yeah, the team they, they played against, yeah. the team that you play for. So I don't know what the contingency plan is there. I'll look that one up for uh, for next week. I'll do my AFL report. Right, okay. For, for so, everybody's gone, AFL, what is that again? Yeah. So that can Great be the game. point in the, in the podcast where I can do my toilet break. Then. Exactly, that's right. Because <laughs> I'm so keen to... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's affecting every sport, I guess, you know. Yeah, rugby, I mean, rugby with the I first mean, I play back. competitive dominoes. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, you're, you're worried about touching the other players. Uh, you know, what do they call them? Dominoes? dominoes yeah. <laughs> Don't touch my dot. <laughs> yeah, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. I mean, what are chess players doing? This is These are the things you have to ask yourself, <laughs> you know. I think the chess players will be fine. I think they will. But they'll overthink everything. <laughs> no, you know. They need a strategy for the next 12 months, won't That's they? That's right, they'll, yeah. have to, they'll have to play that strategy no, it is over good. and over it's, again. It's great to, uh, as you say, get back to a wee bit of normality and for a huge bunch of the population here. Yeah. I think... Uh, there, to me, there's two camps in that as well. There's people who love their sport, the AF, the everything. They'll watch anything. They'll bet on anything. You know? Yeah. And then there's the other group of people, which I'm probably in, who can't stand it. <laughs> they find it a sheer annoyance every time you turn on the TV. It's sport, you know. And you, what about music? You know, what about you know entertainment? You know, give us the Bachelorette. <laughs> You know, all these oh, serious no. programmes were missing. <laughs> farmer wants a route, whatever happened yeah, to the yeah, poor farmer. Yeah, yeah, exactly, you know, and then, what? You're ten minutes into the news and and they're talking about, that's my bugbear. Certainly. To yeah. me, I love to watch the news. I like to keep up with what's going on in the world, all the rest of it. And within, you know, sometimes we actually take a bet as a fam. How long is it going to take before they mention sport? Sport. Yeah, you know, and that's just maybe that's just me. I don't know. Yeah, you know. Oh, look, certainly sport is massive here uh, in Melbourne, particularly. But in Sydney, it's more rugby. Right. Okay. Uh, well, well, it is yeah. rugby. You know, so they have the same coverage of rugby that we have coverage of the yeah. AFL. Yeah, and know, never the two shall meet. Is it? Uh, pretty is much. It? No, not really. You're you're you tend to be one or the other. And you know, one one camp will say the bunch of pansies over there, and, you yeah, know, and the other yeah. one will say, Earth "Oh, yeah, much bunch tougher. of bloody gorillas over there." And, yeah. You know, that's um, maybe they should combine the sports, you know, and uh, <laughs> just <laughs> and do Ray FL. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Shut up, Willie, you fool! Ray FL, we'll put that one on hold. Uh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I've got an idea there, yeah. you know. Well, we're going to do that, but for one of the one of the, uh, the episodes, we're going to get you to watch an AFL game. I'll, right. I'll, I'll, I'll pick a classic AFL game, and you've got to watch it, right? Okay. <laughs> Look, the guys in the band have been threatening to take me to a game yes. forever. Yeah. You know, they're like, you know, let's... We, no, you can't talk about it, Willie, if you don't know anything about it, you know. You should you should go, <laughs> you know. And it's... Look, I've been offered, you know, through friends and through business associates and everything... Tickets to the AFL Grand Final, they're like gold dust, you know, yes. to a private box. Yep. Everybody's, and I say, nah. And everybody nah, goes, no. Jeez, that's the... Are you stupid? <laughs> <laughs> I've been lucky, actually. I've, I've been to uh, four Grand Finals for a Scotsman. Right. That's something. That's it. I, I started earlier because of St Kilda. Um, they had almost glory years. So 2008, nine, and 10... Right. And they got to the, what they call it, the prelim here, which is a f the semi-final. They also have a semi-final. I'll not confuse you. Right. But it was the semi-final as we would know it yeah. in football. 
um, in 2008, and I, I went through work or got invited, okay. pretty much what you say. Uh, so I went to that one. The next year, St Kilda were the, the best team all year. Got to this the grand must final. have been in the 20s or something, was it? When, when was this? Back, <laughs> back in the 1920s? <laughs> I, don't I don't know much about football. <laughs> I do know St Kilda have been garbage for a while. Well, so we, ha- we had the three, two, two glory years almost. Right. Got to the grand final in 2009. Should have won. Okay. Was the best team all day and got mm. humped in the last two kicks. Uh, so that was pretty disappointing. Next year, best team all year. Got to the grand final. Yeah. First grand final was a draw. Went back the week after, paid yeah. another 200. As a supporter, you're pay, I'm paying now. Yes. Um, went back the week after, got absolutely humped again. Right. Um, so, yeah, so three St. Kilda grand finals, in, uh, and that was 2008, 9, yeah. 10, four grand finals in three years. Look at me go. Look at you. Yeah. I mean, a Scotsman. <laughs> <laughs> I can't the understand. The vast majority it. of uh, Victorians, which is kind of the hub for AFL, uh, have never been to a grand final and, and would, you know, consider themselves very lucky. Right. So I have been very lucky. And you said that like, you, you started following AFL before. I mean, I'd never even heard of it until I yep, got Channel here. 4, Saturday mornings, late 80s it was, mid to late 80s. And it was just a one-hour programme. Mm. And I, I just, I liked the game because in the, in the 80s, all they did, they'd kick the ball and everybody just started punching on. Yeah. It was a brutal sport. Right. You know? I mean, it's still, it's, it's a Well, I hear sport. that from a lot of people where they, they're saying, oh, they've taken all the action and adventure. Yeah, and Basically, the way people used to punch game, on. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's oh, the fantastic sports that have came from Scotland, you know, like curling. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> tossing the cable. Tossing the cable. Man, have I tossed my cable so many <laughs> It is. I don't know. A lot of people out there might not understand the Scottish, the, the Highland Games. Highland Games, yes. You know, what a, what a thrilling day out, you know. And... Uh, Yes. So tossing the caber, it's like, so you pick up a tree, basically, <laughs> or it. a telegraph pole, uh, which weighs, you know, I don't know, oh, 100 kilos oh, or yeah. something like that, yeah, easy. Yeah. Had to be. So you pick it up in your, your linked, pa- the palm of your linked hands, lean it on your shoulder, yeah. take a short run and try and throw it end and over flip end. flip it, yes. So you, that's it, the whole idea is you flip this tree... End over end, and the winner is the guy who flips it the straightest. <laughs> is it the straightest? Is it? Yeah, so that's that. what the judges are looking for. But they go through a lot of judges, you know, when a tree hits them square <laughs> in the face. Because <laughs> they're standing in front while this guy's tossing a tree at them. <laughs> and if the guy's lucky, he doesn't uh, lose his balance and it, he falls back when that's the thing right. crushes him. And then, uh, what other? Uh, throwing the throwing hammer. The, Ah, uh, well, they've got the cheese block as well. Is that the Highland that's Games? That's not the Highland Games, that... cheese block. That's something English. Is that an English thing, yeah. is it? No, Rolling no, a no. cheese down a hill or something and chasing it? No, but no, they do have the... <coughs> Excuse the me. throwing it over their head. It's like it's like a high jump um, frame and you have to throw it over your head. And All right. No, it's maybe not that's the Highland Games, no. yeah. There you go. I'm getting me. The Highland Games are all manly things. Nah, that's right. And Although there's more women doing it now as well, which is great to see. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, the high, so you, you would have a little, you know, a, a Highland gathering, and you'll have your pipe bands and your mask, yes. and that's a competition. And then you'll have all your dancers, you know, yep. doing your, and uh, it's all competitions because so, uh, yeah, pipe bands a competition, the dancing's a competition, the, yep. obviously the the sports, if you the like, sports are a competition, right? But you know, they, they have think yeah, throwing the hammer, but it. They call it throwing it. It doesn't look like a. I'm thinking, oh, they're down there at Bunnings buying a claw hammer, and seeing how far they can throw it. <laughs> it's nothing like that, you know. It's it's like a big, you know, chunk of rock. I think on the end of a chain, yeah. and the, almost like the discus with no disc, you know, <laughs> discless. <laughs> the discless. Yeah. What what other games could you have in the Highland Games? You know. What. I know that sometimes they have a, a, a welly boot toss. Well, yeah, so you get, um, here it's a gum a gum boot. Gum boots. Gum boot, yeah. Wellies. Yeah, wellies. <laughs> if it was not for your wellies. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so well, they actually, they, they have quite a few Highland games in here in Australia, don't they? All over so the planet. Around. It is yeah. such a, you know, 
Okay, I guess that like the Scots, like us, we came to Australia. You know, we came to the good place. Yeah, that's right. You know, yes. And uh, <laughs> no, came, no offense, Sydney people. We came to a special place. Yes, but uh, and we brought all that sort of stuff with us. So there is a, a huge. You know, Scottish and Irish, Celtic culture here, you know. No, yeah, massive. The Irish yeah. don't have Highland Games, I don't think. They might call them something different. I don't know. I the Irish, actually. Oh, I will do some research on that. Well, you they know. have St. Patrick's Day, don't they? That's just a well, big they, drinking contest. Oh, well, yeah. And if you can survive a St. Patrick's Day, you know, with a bunch of Irish friends, you've made it. You've done well. You've done well, you yeah. know. Green, right. green beer. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they missed out this year because that was the seventeenth of March, did. wasn't it? Yeah, so that was that absolutely. was all cancelled. Like Grant and and the band were Piper and the band. You know, he's he hasn't had a birthday, so that's a plus from the COVID thing. We were talking about it last night. If there could possibly be yeah. a plus, that's a good idea. Let's find some positives. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's been in the band since he was seventeen years old. He's a forty-three year old man now, so that tells you how long <laughs> the band's been going. Yes, you know. And I don't think in all that time he's ever had a birthday off because his birthday is St. Patrick's Day, 17th of March. There you go. And it's the biz- one of the busiest days, if not the busiest day, for any band that plays Celtic music. Oh, absolutely. You yeah, know, for sure. You can just pick up gigs. Uh, you could do 10 gigs in a day if, you yeah. could, if there was enough hours in the day. You know, Normally we try and restrict it to two at the most <laughs> yeah. or you know, one really good one. And Grant actually says, you know, we were just reminiscing. He says, you know, that is the first yeah, well, well, St. Patrick's Day I've had off in, in all these years. You know, we, we always work on my birthday. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, well done, Grant. So that was, yes. a, that was a wee plot. And he got to spend it with his wife and his kids. And, you know, they had the, you know, they did the traditional birthday party cake and all the rest of it. Yes. Sadly, none of his friends could come. No. You know, so. <laughs> Look, yeah. Well, Skype has served its purpose well or Zoom uh, or whatever Zoom, it is. Whatever you do, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's do that. Let's. Uh, um, and we've got some. Well, we've got some ideas for future episodes coming up. We're going to get a few guests on. We are. Right, so um, we're going to talk a lot more. Oh, oh, we'll announce it later when we get the, the guest guests confirmed. So you've got a couple of people that's going to come on. I've got a couple of people that's going to come nah, on. Yeah, and we're looking forward to that, you yeah. know, that instead of us just talking key. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many words in Scottish for excrement. Yes, there's quite a few. There's quite a few. You know, and keek is one of them. It's, I think it's the most expressive of all Scottish words. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Well, we've done well today, but well, not, not too many um, uh, naughty words. No, that's true. <laughs> I'll have to lift my fucking game. <laughs> Oops. There you go. Sorry. Count one. Ding. <laughs> yeah. No, look, so it's... Uh, yeah, we've got some some good ideas coming forward and some interesting we guests have. for sure. So we'll now, we'll try and get some positive things coming out of COVID. Yes, you know? now we started a Facebook page as well. Yes, uh, which is uh, Dune Under. Dune Under. Facebook. There so you go. You can search for that. We've got a Twitter account. Oh, excellent! You know, yep. you can you can say as many swear words in 150 characters as you want. Else. As you want, or just one big one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well done, yeah. mate. Yeah, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll maybe even get a wee website or something up and happening at some stage. But uh, yep, well, you can always catch us at uh, doonunder.podbean.com. Right. That's going to be the base, and uh, and then that goes out to all the iTunes and Google podcasts and um, yeah. all that. Oh, look, we'll, we'll list that. We've got social media now. Excellent. Social media. Uh, yeah. Let's get on it. And uh, yeah, great to see you again, pal. No, you As too. As always, we'll look forward to, to the next one. Which will be episode three. No doubt. <laughs> all the best, pal. You have a great time. Cheers, the rest of the weekend too. and happy birthday. Thank you. Cheers, pal.